What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Loot Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Resident Daryl, and this week I got the T-Bird. What's up? I got in the third chair our gaming gal, Kali. What up, people? And then in the cursed, dreaded, borderline insane fourth chair, we got I Drop Roaches. What's up, Zach? Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. (laughs) Hey. Actually... Uh, before you get a chance to say hey, since you opened me up to this, I actually just uh, spoke with a fellow podcaster today about that very response right there. Trophy! Make you lose control. So basically what I was saying was when you're part of a podcast, you're not paying attention to your own podcast. And then when someone says your name, you say, what? Hey. Huh? What did you say? <laughs> Oh, this, so this is a podcast. Okay. Uh, okay. Yes. Who, who are you talking about, Daryl? I don't know who you're talking about. I was talking about the king of the dick around. <laughs> <laughs> get to the cha- get to the fapper. <laughs> get to the fapper. <laughs> oh man, if you guys would have busted that out when he said oh, that. Man. It would have been gold. Probably bust something been gold. Out. All right. Whoa. Uh, Speaking of busting it out, who guys wants to bust out a toast? Go. I'm I'm ready. Yeah. You ready? You ready to do this thing? All right. This week's toast goes out to <laughs> our third chair champion. That's right. Gaming Gal Kali giving Frosty a run for his money. Uh, and our fourth chair audition mr i drop roaches thank you guys so much for coming on the show and being with us tonight and talking about these absurd, absurd. gaming reviews. hey i have a i have a question i have a toast uh okay do it okay do it my monster ain't even cold so anymore. ladylike perfect I know. <laughs> now, uh, what were you gonna I was, ask that? i was just a little confused here on the script whenever it says audition it says I'm supposed to uh, blank in my butt. Do I do I need to say that now? <laughs> no, you gotta wait. Uh, but there are going to be a series of catchphrases we're going to need you to say at the end of the show, so that the audience can pull together their vote on where you stand in the long line of a uh, Loot Bros fourth chair auditions. Okay. Bring it on. But we'll save that for the end of the show. Um, being that you're here joining us on the Loot Bros podcast, a general video game and constant nonsense podcast, uh, we would like for you, Mr. Zach, to start us off with what you've been playing. You know, I've been uh, been a real gamer lately. You guys are going to be jealous. I've been hitting that Pokemon Go. <laughs> Oh, yeah, hardcore. Yeah, oh, so I'll talk hardcore. about that Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah, you jealous. How you like Animal Crossing? It's actually really fun. I like it a lot. A lot of time needs to be spent in that game, but I enjoy it. Have you made an yes. island yet? And it is decked out. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like the first thing you do in the game is make an island? Yeah. Yeah. But mine's cool. I don't know, man. I'm trying to... I'm just trying to relate and trying, trying to, to be, be hip, be cool with all the hip kids. And the only fruit days. I'm missing is a pear. Pear of these nuts! Oh, <laughs> got him! 
All right. Well, this this has been fun. Thanks for having me on. Oh, <laughs> uh, you see why Josh left? Who? <laughs> exactly. But what have you been uh, playing, Zach? Well, uh, here and there, I'll be hitting uh, Call of Duty, being a classic twelve-year-old gamer. Oh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call I'm not Duty. gonna lie. <laughs> Well, that's one of the catchphrases. Yeah, uh, the modern, new Modern Warfare is really fun. I dig it. So, now we talking uh, online? Are we talking uh, campaign? I actually have only played the multiplayer, but oh, he's got two of those catchphrases down. Yeah, yeah the classic. <laughs> but um, I'm actually really wanting to dip into the campaign but my problem is I don't, if I start I might not want to put it down because it looks awesome but are you afraid awesome. are you afraid that your island will, will will turn against you for not taking care of it because you're no, Tom Nook's going to break his kneecaps if you don't give him that money and not only that there's a Dutini <laughs> down the road and I need to go get it that was a Pokemon Go what is a Dutini? it's go a reference. dragon Pokemon Ah, okay, okay, cool, cool. I think uh, you think you just I'm made on that the up. Hunt for shinies. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. I think you've killed all the momentum in our show. So, Kali, what have you been playing? Well, I've actually been playing a lot of games. So, I uh, my good friend Matt lent me his copy of The Last of Us Two. So, I've been playing that game. Um, some advice if you're going to play the game, go in and turn off the hints. Because they get really freaking annoying really fast. Because, of course, it's a survival... It's like a survival game. So I'm looking around trying to find all of those collectibles and all of the uh, medicine to, like, you know, upgrade my stuff. And it's like, hey, you need a hit? Hey, you need a hit? Hey, you need a hit? No, no, I don't need a hit. Hey, hey, you need a hit? You need a... No, I don't need a hit. Over here! You should come over here! I was like, really? Okay. So, turned off the hints. That made the game a little bit better. There's a lot of cutscenes in the game, I find. Um, it starts off kind of slow because you have, like, a cutscene, and then you have, like, five minutes of gameplay, and then a cutscene. It's almost like when the original Final Fantasy came out. But it's starting to open up a little bit more. Uh, so I'm enjoying the game. I would recommend it. Of course, it does continue the storyline. Um, I don't kind of like where they're going with the storyline because it's just weird especially if you've played the first one it's got that cliffhanger so i'm hoping they kind of address that because they kind of like briefly touched on it but we'll see um i'm also playing uh borderlands the telltale series on uh piece uh ps4 Ooh, that's a good oh, one yeah it is a, a good great one well i beat it on xbox so when they gave it away for free, I picked it up on PS4 and forgot about it. I am doing a tag team trophy match with uh, CJ from Push to Plat. It's oh. five of us on the team. We have one month to earn as many trophies as we can. The better the trophy, the more points it is. So, of course, I pulled out Telltale because I don't really need to pay attention to it. <laughs> I can... Oh, don't you say that too loud. Leave, I'll get mad. <laughs> Getting that, uh, get going for that, uh, of course, uh, platinum. Then I lost power for two days, so I went back to my Switch and played a little bit of Dragon Quest Eleven. 
And I went back to Fire Emblem Three Houses because I really do like Fire Emblem and I need to get back into it. Well, that's awesome. Just want you to know, I got a trophy. Woo! Now, quick, quick. Now, did I bring the mood up for yes. my gaming? Yes, much better. Enthusiasm. And I'm here to bring it back down. <laughs> All right, Tanner, what you got? Um, well, I I finished Karen, or Karen Simulator, and uh, very easy 1000G. Or if is it is it on PlayStation? I don't know. If it is easy platinum, easy platinum all across. Is that the game? Is that the game, Erica? No, no, no. Oh, you said ca- no, carry no, no. on. I thought you carry Yeah, I thought you said, meant like Karen. carry on. Oh, I meant carry on. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah, so did I. No, no, no. <laughs> Xbox? Oh, yeah. I thought you said... I thought you said <laughs> no, Karen Simulator, we, too. Uh, that's what I called it last episode. <laughs> you, you got all of us on that one. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's just... It's a giant monster just going around biting people's heads oh, it's off. it's so fun. Same thing. I, same thing I could carry. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really... It's fun. So you, you're talking yeah. about yes. carry-on. Not may I speak to your manager simulator. <laughs> yeah that was a fun game I'm probably going to buy it again just so I can give them monies awesome see so game pass works and, uh, you proved me wrong yep and uh play a little bit of Call of Duty and that's kind of that's kind of it minus the game we were reviewed I did the review for but I'm saving that for yes, later yes yes yeah I'm saving that one for later too it's stupid <laughs> I spent money on it, and it took me 24 minutes to beat. I'm not happy with myself. You should feel very good. I don't. (laughs) Did anybody else think of a joke when he said it took me 24 minutes to beat? I don't really see the joke in that. (laughs) Kali, I think the man just... I think we're all all trying not to go for the low-hanging fruit. (laughs) That's right, here on the Loot Bros podcast, we don't go for the low-hanging fruit. Yeah, we're we're more civilized. Good God, I heard. What kind of fruit is it? Pears. Are they good? I don't know. They're kind of of salty. Oh, oh, speaking of salty, I played some PSP Vita. Uh, I played Silent Hill Origins on the PSP port on my PS Vita. That is the preferred way to play. The game is it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I also played some Silent Hill 2. Um, old Tommy Gunn, the franchise killer, and myself are tangentially playing through Silent Hill 2. And then we're going to have a little spoiler uh, discussion on uh, 2236, the old survival horror podcast. And uh, I got to be honest, <clears throat> I do not enjoy Silent Hill 2. The way I did in 1999 or whenever it came out, um, it's not. It's not that it's bad, but it's like it controls like butthole. Like I remember playing the Silent Hill games. My biggest gripe with all Silent Hill games is that they like control really bad. Like it's like 
combat is awful in the game. And so uh, you get a ton of melee weapons, but but using them just is not fun to do. But Silent Hill 2 has always been regarded as like the Silent Hill game, like the best in the franchise. Personally, I think I remember Silent Hill 3 being better. Um, And then I got to be honest, as far as like the moment to moment gameplay, playing uh, Silent Hill Origins is better than both of those. Um. But, you know, I will do some in-depth, spoilery discussions with old Tommy Gunn, the franchise killer, uh, coming up on 2236. Outside of that, uh, I played some uh, Incredible Hulk. What is that PS3 port? Incredible Hulk um, something destruction? Or is it just the Incredible Hulk? Uh, It's just the Incredible Hulk. I played the PS3 version of that game. Me and my, my youngest sat here. At the desk and just played some Hulk smashing stuff, just having a good time. There's no trophies. They didn't do a trophy patch on that game when the PS3 first came out. So I'm playing it for literally nothing other than enjoyment. And oh, what's that? Yeah, I gotta be honest. It's uh it's not that great of a game to go and just enjoy yourself. Um not a second time through, anyways. But we were passing the controller, having a good time. And then we played last weekend. We played some uh, totally accurate battle simulator. Have you guys played Tabs yet? Yeah, that's that's pretty fun. Mm. Nah, I've never yeah, heard of it's it. It's uh, a it's on Game Pass in um, Game Preview. And then I own the Steam version from one of my many uh, humble bundles and random you know Steam purchases that I had. So me and the kids set up, we actually played the Steam version because the game preview version on Xbox kind of runs like butt and you can't put as much stuff on the screen. And so uh, we played that together a little bit and it's been, it's been fun. It's been good. So other than that, I, I really haven't played that much games. I mean, we kind of dabbled in some Power Rangers Battle for the Grid and a couple random other things, but I haven't had a ton of, of time this week. So just trying to catch up on my comic books and, and play through some Silent Hill. So, anybody got anything they want to add before we move on out of what we've been playing? No. All right. Well, before we get into the leaderboards and all that fun stuff, I do want to remind everybody that this is Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you for checking it out. Please go and leave us a review on iTunes. We are doing game giveaways. We've got Xbox games, PS4 games, Steam codes. We've got all kinds of stuff. Uh, and then every 10 reviews, we'll do a giveaway, random drawing. And at this point, I mean, we got a, f- a couple of reviews real quick you know, as soon as we announced this. And I don't know if it's just been that I haven't uh, reminded everybody enough or if it's that, you know, not enough people care enough about our show to review it. But if you could leave us a review, uh, I think I'm going to give away multiple games. It's not even going to be a game anymore. It's going to be multiple, you know, trying to incentivize people to go hop on the review train. If you don't listen to us on iTunes, that's cool. Go to iTunes, download the app, you know, log on to the PC and uh, and leave us a review. We really want to get the reviews up so we can get on everyone's, hey, you should be listening to this crappy podcast list. Speaking of crappy podcasts, we also have a couple spinoff shows. Now, I have talked to some people and they didn't realize that our spinoff shows uh, were themed you know there's specific type of content so i'm gonna break it down right here 
Frosty has a separate show called the Midnight Monster Corner where him and some of his buddies make a YouTube version of their this podcast. I think it's only available on YouTube. Uh, and they review like old horror movies. Uh, I have a survival horror podcast where I talk about survival horror games, whether it be Silent Hill, Dead Space, Resident Evil, what have you, where myself and a random guest will get together and we will dive into a franchise, sometimes game by game, um, sometimes just randomly. Uh, and then me and Zach, uh, I Drop Roaches, we do a comic book podcast where we come together and do uh, single issue reviews. And we might, you know, we've been doing um, John Wick and the Deceased series. And just each episode we come together, we just cover one issue out of it, give, you know, kind of give our, our you know, a review of it, what we like, and we kind of go over some of the hot points on there. We do get into some spoilers. Uh, so we, you know, trying to do a little bit of extra content for you guys. So if you listen to any of it, please leave reviews because that's what makes it appear on other people's feeds. All right. With that being said, I'm going to jump into the Loot Bros leaderboards. All right, if you head on over to trueachievements.com, check out our custom leaderboard where each and every week uh, we tally up all of the achievements that you guys earn and we give a shout out to the top three. In first place this week is the Alpha Seagull with 3,535 achievement points. Second place is Gwen's Candle with 880 achievement points. And in third place is T-Bird 803 with 525 achievement points. And then next up on the Loot Bros leaderboards, if you head on over to truetrophies.com, we have a custom leaderboard there for all of our PlayStation fans. In first place, it is Affectatious Dawn with 366 trophies. That is massive. Straight up killing it. Second place is Mr. TMNT84 with 60 trophies. Very good, Joseph. Very good. And then in third place is the Ion Vane. Shout out to Mark. With 42 trophies. Awesome, awesome. Actually, I'm going to go ahead on this one and read the next couple because we got some new names on the board. Uh, we got in fourth place Gaz Davis 11 with 32 trophies. Good job. Um, haven't seen, I think we've seen Gaz on there a few times, but uh, I know this one right here in fifth place is the one. Uh, shout out to Kalai Mally1978 with 15 trophies. You did it. You made it. And then the last thing I want to point out in the order of shoutouts is we are doing continuing the backlog beatdown for 2020. Uh, all you got to do to participate is not buy games. If you do buy a game, you just send a little screenshot of your purchase uh, in the Loot Bros Podcast Facebook group, the Game Stuff Facebook group, or our Discord with the hashtag backlog beatdown. And everything that you buy, you lose a point, you'd be a negative one. And then every game that you beat, uh, you get a positive one. And then every game you 100% or platinum, uh, you get an additional point. So currently in the backlog beatdown, in first place, we have that once ago, that John Tancredi with 85 points, Joseph Priestley, 51 points, and James McCall in third place with 23 points. Great job, guys. This week, for community questions, we don't have that many, which actually is not a bad thing because we've got some 
sweet, saucy uh, game reviews to do. So this week, Tommy Gunn, the franchise killer, writes in and says, <laughs> actually, I'm going to add this little piece he throws in in the beginning before his questions. He says, five folks, that's nice. That way, when Frosty bails, you still have four chairs. <laughs> oh, he was right. Frosty sucks. All right. He says he's got two questions for this week. Why is Resident Daryl hiding from the truth? The truth that Silent Hill is the greatest survival horror franchise. What do you guys think about that? Uh, um, I would put Resident Evil 7 above mm, I agree. Silent Hill. I mean, PT was pretty good. Mm, I agree. I've never played Silent Hill, mm. so that says a lot. All right. What about, uh, same here. Well, here's what I can say. <laughs> Understand. Somebody who's played every Silent Hill and as somebody who's played every Resident Evil, they're not even in the same universe. First off, Tommy Gunn, you can't come in here playing half of one game in a franchise and say that this franchise is better than anything. Uh, Resident Evil is a much more cohesive and much better told story throughout their entire universe, therefore making their franchise just better. I do like Silent Hill for different reasons. You know, like Silent Hill will be more psychological horror. Uh, and the Silent Hill storytelling is just not good. Like if you, and we'll get into this on a later date, but when you play through a Silent Hill game, 90% of it, you don't really know what's going on because so much is left up to interpretation. And then if you don't find all the notes and read all the random, sometimes stupid little bits of information you're given, you don't really know enough about the town. And then every character you you come by in the Silent Hill franchise, and this is from the first game all the way to like the seventh game, like they are never self-aware enough of what's going on in the town to act appropriately, but yet they all act as if they know something you don't so you can never really trust any of the characters. You can never really like any of the characters, in my opinion. Not to mention, the game you're playing, Silent Hill 2, spoilers, is a bit of a spinoff when you're talking about the original trilogy. Because the first and third games tell a cohesive story together. Whereas the second game is a different cast in the same area that's technically, if you want to be, you want me to be real honest with you, Things happen and manifestations happen in Silent Hill that really shouldn't because all the explanations you're given on why these creatures look the way they do and act the way they do is because of what the town does to your internal struggles. So it's just it's one of those things to where the, the rules and the laws that the game franchise lays down for why the, 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 the town of Silent Hill behaves the way it does, it breaks its own rules depending on who makes each game. Whereas Resident Evil, it's not the case, bro. It's not the case. Therefore, it's better. Also, question number two. What's everyone's thoughts on Supreme Leader Trump's executive ban on any transactions with Tencent? Tencent has a stake in Riot Games, Activision, and 40% of controlling share in Epic Games. And when he says Supreme Leader Trump, he's being uh, facetious because he is scared of the orange man. I can actually answer this because I've been following it. 
So he banned TikTok yes. and WeChat today. Um, then it came out and people were like, well, what's going to happen with all of these gaming divisions? And literally, they came out and said, we are not touching anything gaming related. And this is due to the fact that if you pissed off a whole bunch of League <laughs> of Legends people, you'd be in some serious Well, from my trouble. understanding, <laughs> when I was reading about it, it was more so the, the actual um, in-app transactions between the WeChat app. That was really the the main focus, and of course TikTok because of the way that they're um, stealing your info and f- circulating it through the Chinese government. I don't think that's I true. Mean, it, to it's, be honest with you, it's no, true. It's true. But I'm not really. <laughs> they have proof of it. Well, I but everything as far forms as they, your information. They, re- they record every like thing you typed on your keyboard. That's how bad it is. Everybody, like, but everybody true. farms your information. At this point, I that's true. At, at this point, I not, say something. I say if I say shoes, I'm gonna start hey, to have easy, shoe easy, pop easy. ups on I'm Facebook. On, I got marketplace pulled up <laughs> right now. I ain't trying to get no extra ads. <laughs> hey, you know what? Though? You're right, Clyde. And that's the thing that's funny about it is it's one of those things to where everything is farming our data constantly. And I've been one of those tinfoil hat types, and I've been telling my wife for the longest time, like. It's getting it's getting to the point now where our data is being farmed and then flaunted in front of us to the point of my wife has been on this sugar-free like fasting diet for like the past two months where she does like 30 days of like mm-hmm. no sugar um, and then nothing to where it like, like nothing artificial to where it puts sugar in. You know, it's a very it's a very clean diet, but also staying away from the sugars. And then uh, she does she, it work for her. She's it's working, but my wife has okay. tried everything, and she's she's not been successful in a lot of stuff. And she like, and I know this from her being her husband and watching her. Like, my wife really does stick to the plan. Like, when she gets on something, she sticks with it, and she'll ride it out for a couple months, and then she'll lose you maybe half as much weight as the person next to her doing it. And so she's just kind of at this point grasping for straws, trying to find. Something that works for her truly, but uh, she was doing this, and then of course uh, incorporating intermittent fasting with it as well. And um, she went and bought a smart water, and the smart water was cucumber melon or cucumber lime or something like that. It's like a brand new one or whatever. Oh, oh, trophy! Make make you lose control. But. Uh, she gets this uh, sm- smart water, right? We've never seen it before. And we never, you know, whatever. It's like one of those things where we're like, oh, we've never bought this before. And lo and behold, if we get home and our Roku, a little ad pops up for that same smart water. Yeah, and I, absolutely. What I've noticed is a lot, too, is that I guess because all of my um, my streaming services are all routed through the same card. That now on my Roku, I'm getting advertisements for things that I'm buying with that particular card. Like I've noticed more than once products that we've bought have been advertised to us on my Roku. And I have all of my miscellaneous spending routed through my credit Mm -hmm. card. And then I pay my credit card every month with my general banking account. Mm -hmm. So I like maximize the amount of points I get and rewards. uh, And I don't gain any interest because I ain't that tight. And, uh, 
And so I've noticed that as I pay everything with this one particular card, <laughs> I'm getting advertised through my streaming services. And it's, uh, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Why do you think uh, there's a coin shortage? People use their credit cards. So they can track what ah, you're buying. I see where you're going with that. Mm. I was waiting on you to make a dirty butt joke, but, you know. Well, I mean, there is what a stuff? slot for that. <laughs> 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 All right. I think that's actually it for community questions. Everything else was dumb memes. Wait, I thought you had another community question. Um, do you do you know off the top of your head? Because I'm looking at the list and I don't see it. I am pretty sure that you got an extra one, a last minute one on Discord. Ooh, can you bring that up? I can. I have it, and I will. Do you want me now? I have. I have a question. Since I'm sitting third chair, do I have to read it good, or do I have to read it like Frosty? <laughs> if, well, let's see. We'll let the audience decide if you do can read like good. Frosty. This is from CJ. We just got back from a breakfast, and I would like to submit this question for the show for opinions. Question: Is it acceptable to bring your dog to a breakfast in the middle of a pandemic when you know the dog has flatulence problem? That is off the charts. <laughs> um, if I'm being honest, is it acceptable? Well, it's probably acceptable. Is it appropriate? No. But given the current state where people are wearing masks, I actually would encourage that not only you get your dog to flatulate more in public, but then you also follow suit because. Farts get stuck in masks, and as a victim of a walk-by <laughs> crop dusting at Walmart, I, I, oh no! Wait, see, so you just he said wants that. His revenge. I straight up, I was walking through Walmart one day, and I was like passing through the lines because they were backed all the way to like electronics. This guy looks at me as I'm walking by and goes, <laughs> and "That's it." Haha, <laughs> back at you. Not even trying to hide it. It just farts in my general direction. <laughs> you should have just stood still and just stared at him. Just locked eyes well, the, with him. The best part is, like, you can't... Make it awkward. Um, the best part is you can't, like, see everybody's expressions all that well because everybody's got masks on. But uh, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh. All right, I got a question for you guys then, for the panel. Since uh, the questions were like... Real quick. What's up? I wanted to add my answer to uh, CJ's, if you don't mind. Right, go for it. Um, it. So, I live in New Jersey. In New Jersey, we do not actually have any indoor dining. So, if you're in a state where you have outdoor dining, I would say it's acceptable to have the dog at the outdoor dining tables and not the That's indoor dining tables. And yes, fart. Yes. All right. So my question for you guys is, has anyone seen the little teaser image for the new Rocksteady game, Suicide Squad? Nope. I saw that briefly I today. What do you guys think? Where do I go to see this? Hmm. I believe I... I believe I shared it. Did I share it into the Facebook group? 
You did. Yeah, that is a Facebook group, Zach. Basically, it looks like Superman, right? And he's got the words Suicide Squad in like a target or like an X on the back of his head or side of his head. But the thing that's really awesome is that it's got a very purple hue to it. Right? And there's like a little bit of like sparks and dust and stuff flying. And then if you zoom in on his face, it's very uh, wrinkly and decayed looking. And he's got like purple coming out of his eyes. I'm thinking that's bizarro. Ooh, interesting. I think that we are going to get a really, really cool game out of this. Yeah, okay. I like that's that. a that's a lot of cool in one picture, and D- uh, DC is doing their fandom on the twenty second of this month, August twenty second, and they're going to be covering their new games, multiple their new games. Or so I think I don't know if it's DC fandom or Warner Brother fandom. Either way, it's going to be, um, yes, yeah, DC fandom. I'm sorry. Uh, but it's going to be, they're going to be going over there, some new comic book stuff. They're going to be going over new game stuff and they're going to be going, Hey, game stuff, get it. Uh, and they're going to be going over <laughs> the new Batman movies and also some of the roles that are being played in the Zack Snyder freaking Snyder cut baby. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I just hope it's not going to be like red dead redemption where it's 400 hours. You know, I would. Why don't you just love wasting time? <laughs> I would say I agree with you, but being such a DC fanboy, I would do a 400 hour DC experience. Don't have you done DC all on? I played it a good bit. 400 hours worth. I've never played anything 400 hours, but you know, I just like saying it. Can I interview Zach for the fourth chair? Sure, go for it. Okay. uh, Now, Zach, who is Magneto? (laughs) Magneto? (laughs) (laughs) He's a villain, isn't he? Okay. Okay. That's a a better answer than we've gotten in the past. All right. Do you know anything else about Magneto? He was in a Wolverine movie. Okay. That, That happened. Anything else? I'm trying to remember. I know he gets like uh, his metal from the planet. That's not how he gets his powers. I don't. His. I don't really know how his origin story happened. I don't remember. It's been a while since I watched the movie. All right. Who is Professor Xavier? Well, that's Professor X. He's head of the X Men, yep. right? Okay, okay. We're off to a good start. All right, I'm going to need you to um, (laughs) repeat after me. Paper penis airplanes. Paper penis airplanes. (laughs) Butterfly butt cheeks. Butterfly butt cheeks. I forget. I forgot about that one. Jesus. Uh, all right. Ha ha. Back at you. <clears throat> ha ha. Back at you. 
Sound like some yeah. fable. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> All right, and a uh, poop sock. <clears throat> Can I get the line one more time, please? <laughs> he might need. He, you might need to use it in a sentence. <laughs> All right, too. Uh, I'm going to use it in a sentence. <laughs> My wife sat in the sink and pooped in a sock. A poop sock. Can you spell that for me, please? (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, all right, I got this. Turd (laughs) sock. Dang it. All right, all right, one more time. (laughs) Poop. Shock. Crap. Uh, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, all right, all right. One, one last try. One last try. All right, let's see. Poop. Sock. You did it. You nailed it. All right. <laughs> uh, very good, Zach. I think you did pretty well. So here's what we want to do. If you are listening to Loot Bros Podcast, as we have our fourth chair auditions come on, uh, we want you guys to to rate them. I actually might throw a poll in the Facebook group and maybe pin it to the top of the of the group and just let people vote on their favorite fourth chair host. And then when we sit down, we put our heads together, and we decide who the fourth chair is. We will look at said poll. We will look at the feedback, and then we will ignore it completely. I'm just, so I'm just kidding. I'm I just should kidding. be the only one on the poll. So <laughs> you're well. Yeah. Right now, you are the only one on the poll. <laughs> the poll's all yours, baby. Because I mean, if anybody else is on there, you know, I'm probably gonna lose, and I don't like losing. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here's what we're gonna do. Let's move into something where there are no losers. There's only winners. This week's official topic. Talk, 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 talk. So what we decided to do this week for the official topic is we're in a lull right before all of the craziness is getting ready to happen. I know we just had the PlayStation State of Play. Uh, I didn't watch it yet. Uh, I kind of want to save that for uh, you know, next week. Um, we're getting ready. We're ever so close to getting the prices on the next-gen consoles. DC fandom's coming up. So the latter end of August into September is when things are going to start moving into overdrive. Lots of games are going to drop, and we got a new console season. It's getting ready to get very, very exciting. So before things get too crazy, we wanted to dial it back a little bit here on the Loot Bros Podcast and reach deep into the annals of the internet and find some really absurd games, play them, and review them. And this actually... This week's official topic stemmed from, I don't know if you want to call it a challenge or if it was a very encouraging statement, but somewhere down the line, I saw that you, Kali, uh, I'm going to let you go last on this one because since you're bringing probably what we're going to consider the main event, um, but okay. I was under the impression that you're going to be, you're encouraged, okay, or challenged to play a game 
and review it. And from what I have learned in the past few weeks that on Game Stuff, your podcast, you have a host that doesn't necessarily like for you to say or do embarrassing things on the show. Am I correct? That is correct. So this particular game, you couldn't review on your show without making somebody blush. <laughs> correct. So what better place to take said review than the Loot Bros podcast? Of course. So what we're going to do is I'm actually going to start us off. And then I'm going to let uh, you let, let the rest of you guys go. And then we'll let Kalai end the this segment with our absurd review. So what we decided... Well, since Kalai's coming in here with a banger, ready to review a crazy game on Steam, uh, I reached out to Roach and Tanner. I said, well, Tanner's been playing some crazy games. So I said, we got to come up with something, you know, and kind of set the stage. We all got to pick some crazy games. So this week's review for me <laughs> is a little gem I found on Steam called Brief. Karate Foolish. Brief Karate Foolish is a full motion video 2D side scroll fighting game in the vein of the original Mortal Kombat. But the kicker is these characters are not ninjas in masks. They're not busty women with blades and fans. Or. Oh, uh, you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> These are very average dad bod Japanese men <laughs> or Asian men, I guess. And uh, I'm going to read a brief little description. It says, here comes a new epic of live action fighting game with 60 FPS, smooth, smooth action, sexy and deadly guys fly into the air <laughs> and bounces their flab. <laughs> 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 Popular user-defined tags for this product. Psychological horror. Free-to-play. Fighting. Indie. <laughs> uh, I'm going to read uh, a couple of the, uh, of the I guess, write-ups for the game. I, I found one. It was on, let me see, Gamespew.com. Brief Karate Foolish. Fed up with female characters and games being the only ones to strip down to their undergarments, wage war against each other? Then, ladies, this is the game for you. Behold, Brief Karate Foolish, a full-motion video game where men wearing nothing but underpants fight each other in the street. <laughs> Before you rush out and grab it, <laughs> I've got a whole... Uh, I've, excuse me, I can't read good. Before you rush out to grab it, I've not even told you the best part yet. They spelled that wrong. They put hold instead of told. Brief Karate Foolish is free. Completely free. So nobody has an excuse not to indulge in a little bit of brief wearing street fighting. For reasons unknown to us, Brief Karate Foolish doesn't officially support Windows 8 or 10 instead of being optimized for Windows 98. But in November of 2016... Uh, Brief Karate Foolish was added to Steam, and it does, in fact, run like a charm. <laughs> All right. So, Brief Karate Foolish. Guys, this is literally Mortal Kombat. The first, you guys remember the first Mortal Kombat? Has anybody played that one? Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, so, I'm going to date myself here. Um, I used to go on dates with my husband to play the original in the arcade. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. That's the way to do it. Yep, that's true love right there. 
The only thing better is if you guys would have went to play Brief Karate Foolish in the arcade. It wasn't out 27 years ago. I mean, it did come out in 1992, so. Close enough. <laughs> so check it out. Here's what it is. Brief Karate Foolish is a a full motion video fighting game, like I said, but it's just like Mortal Kombat, but it's... It's guys like like not it's like all different body types. So you have like overweight guys, really skinny guys, tall guys, short guys, but they're all wearing tidy whities And they all have each character kind of mimics a different trope. So one guy is wearing his tidy whities He's a little overweight. He's wearing a like Raphael like from the Ninja Turtles, like a red little mask over his eyes. And a bald, like, swimmer's cap. So he's got, like, a cap on his head to make him look bald. But it kind of peels up on the side while he's fighting. So (laughs) you can tell he's got hair. And as you're doing the moves, like, some of the moves for the characters are, like, just normal moves you would make as a person, as a human being. So, like, like, one guy, like, you know how you would hold down? And then spam your kick or punch, and you would do different moves in in Mortal Kombat. Well, this guy, one guy, he when you hold down, he sits down, and when you spam the punch or kick button, he does sit ups, and those are his actual attacks. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. One of the characters named uh, C Commodore, which is who I was playing, and almost beat the, the the arcade mode. When you dash forward or backwards, he puts his hand up like he's a ballerina, and he dashes. You have this one character named Stretch who all of his moves are like fitness moves. So like when you jump up and attack, he does like a jumping jack. Uh, he does like his special is like a like a charging push-up where he does like a series of push-ups but charging at you. Um, it is absurd, wild, and I can't believe that it plays as good as it does. Um, like my character, C. Commodore, the guy I was being the majority of the time I played... He, if you, <laughs> when you try to like like block, he bends over and kind of pokes his butt out and puts his finger over his over his mouth. Uh, his jumping attack was uh, he jumps up in the air and goes like spread like flying squirrel, but then shoots some sort of white liquid out from his crotch at you. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I believe somewhere oh, someone wow. referred to that move as the money shot. Um, but <laughs> it is it is so goofy, but yet so like it plays really really well. Like I am am I'm I'm very impressed with. it. I had a great time. I'm gonna read a couple of the reviews real quick. Uh, this one is from Ooh, Trophy. It make you lose control. It's from One Angry Gamer. This is a. Uh, I'm going to read a couple of Steam reviews. Some of these Steam reviews are great. Uh, An actual major outlets reviewed this game as well. Uh, For whatever reason, you're interested in seeing more out-of-shape Asian men fighting in their briefs, then follow the posted link to learn more about this game. Uh, IGN Japan gave it a 7.2. It says, Brief Karate Foolish will fulfill your dream of fighting as a half-nude Japanese man. Rock, paper, shotgun. And then some of the uh, Steam reviews. This one uh, from Levin says, Brief Karate Foolish is the magnum opus of fighting games. Just took, just took a look at the graphics. It looks better than real life. The character designs. Who is this mysterious B-Zoro? 
Is Nico Mimi a real cat? The fan service. My briefs are currently off. <laughs> amazing animations. Amazing karate moves based on real life. Eight Dan black belts in their respective arts. Gameplay is tight like tidy whities Combos are challenging yet very <laughs> satisfying. Character balance is second to none. This game can run on a pair of briefs plugged into a wall outlet and a monitor. 10 out of 10. <laughs> and he's not wrong. The the Nico Mimi is a uh, younger Japanese man. I'd probably say a young adult to you know maybe mid-20s. Uh, and he has a tail coming out of his boxer briefs, and he's wearing cat ears. And then the B Zoro is the, uh, well, he's the Japanese Zoro. He's wearing briefs, a Zoro mask, and a Zoro hat. Um, this next one, I'm going to read this one from the Rat King. It says, this game saved my life. I am 27. My ex-wife and I have a daughter together. Adopted our son together. They're now both four years old. When we were going through our separation, I found myself lost and miserable. I was self-destructive. I got so mad one day from everything spiraling out of control that I punched some concrete in a moment of overwhelming emotion. That caused me to break my fifth metacarpal in my right hand, my working hand, my game hand, the hand that held and carried my children to bed, the hand that desperately needed to make sure I could continue to provide. After learning of the severity of my self-inflicted damage, I was borderline suicidal. Keep in mind that just a few months before this, I was the happiest man with no history of depression or anxiety. I have never had fits of rage or even uh, been one to break down and cry. But I was in a low spot and it just really buried me from being able uh, to see the light on the other side. Having nothing better to do. I searched for a game that I could play one-handed while I recovered. I somehow... Trophy! It make you lose control. I somehow stumbled upon this game and read some of the reviews. I decided that it had to be worth a shot. I must admit, I didn't beat the game uh, or play nearly as long as some of you. In fact, I may have only played this game a day or two. With that being said, after doing so, I had a newfound joy and hope for life. I was able to put behind the pain and suffering that had been cast over me. I was able to experience other people's joy and happiness. I was able to see the fruits of my labor. I relaxed for five effing minutes <laughs> listening to this music long enough to realize that I was going to be okay. After coming to that realization, I turned the game off and went back to work. I hurt my hand, or excuse me, my hand hurt like hell, but I was motivated. I stopped feeling so sorry for myself, and I became the father I needed to be in that moment, not a weak boy that I was behaving as. Today, I, excuse me, today, I am the close for, See, this is he typed this wrong. Today, I am a close friend with my kid's mother. We don't fight, we don't argue, or say hurtful things to each other. We're parents and friends. I now have three kids. My third child is also four years old. The woman I uh, am with was going through a very similar situation at the time of my own separation, and we had just stumbled into each other's lives unexpectedly. We had been in a relationship for a year now. And are very happy together. Moral of the story is, you never know what life holds in store for you. 
And if I would have given up, <laughs> the odds were, well, excuse me, if I had given up while the odds were stacked against me, I wouldn't be where I am today. This silly little game helped me realize that. Thank you. That's a heck of a touching story right there. This game saved a man's life. 10 out of 10. Must play again. <laughs> that was so beautiful. <laughs> oh, man. Where was this game when we were doing the random game reviews a few weeks back? We need it. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, I have to say, I stumbled across this game accidentally, and I ha- am so impressed. So if you are looking for a game that is good any day of the week, something to cheer you up, a good challenging fighting game, I recommend Brief Karate Foolish. All right, T-Bird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, the game I played was Hentai Nazi Hitler is Back. You basically are a chick with big boobs and you basically have a bra and a miniskirt on. You run around and shoot Nazis. Wicked, bro. <laughs> so, that also being said, the final boss of the uh, the game is two giant Hitlers. You just you're fighting the two Hitlers in a ring so of fire. How, how did it? How did there become two? I don't know. I think one was Hitler, and then one was uh, Stalin. Oh my! Gosh. Oh my gosh! But they were both labeled as Hitler. Oh my so. goodness! That sounds yep. really awesome. <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad. The it's a third person shooter, and it controls pretty good actually. Jeez. So mildly surprised with it. I got some reviews. Read them. <laughs> this one's from Superior Satan. Oh gosh! Come to the dark Anti big boob. Another one from Anti Vax Mom. Please make her barefoot. I want to see feet. <laughs> All right. Another one. This game cured my depression. I live in a, an abusive. Abusing environment. My father beats me every night. The only luxury in life is ownership of a computer. However, in recent times, my computer has become become boring, repetitive. My depression has slowly been eating away at me, but I discovered this game. This game is incredible. I can get through my father beating me, as now I have something to look forward to. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And I spent 69 cents on this game. <laughs> that sounds like uh, a good buy to me. I, I think you did good, Tanner. I think you did good. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give hentai, Nazi, zombie, killer, chick? A f- six. Dang, that's good. A I got to say, there's another review. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my grandfather cried after playing this game, not because it reminded him of World War II, but because he finally got a boner at the age of ninety two. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, 
That's awesome. <laughs> Anything else you want to add to that? Oh, yeah. There's also, <laughs> you can spend $2 and you get a uh, nude patch. Ooh. Did yeah. you do that? So, uh, so really, so really. You said? Yes. <laughs> so really, you paid $2.69. <laughs> no, I did not. I actually just found out about that one. He's like, oh, wait, this game could have been a 10 out of 10, but I screwed up. <laughs> I, ne- I got one more right. review. It says 10 out of 10. Won't buy the nude patch to this one because both Hitler and Sauron are still clothes, clothes regardless. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> what the heck? Wow. Uh, oh, the internet's a special place. <laughs> that is insane. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, Zach, what you got? All right, I don't think you guys are ready. Because... <laughs> I've been playing that Superman 64, dog. No. <laughs> yeah. I whipped out that bad boy. For those who don't know, Superman, the new Superman Adventures, which is also refer- referred as the uh, Superman 64. Uh, it- it's, a- it's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's golden. But let me make, here, here. The user reviews will speak for themselves. <clears throat> this one's by Blaze. He said he gave it a five out of five stars. He said this is the best video game since ET for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. I hadn't oh gotten God. this game. My girlfriend would have broke broke up with me, but now I still have a girlfriend, and she plays it every night with me. I'm only forty percent into the story, but it's a good game overall. Eleven out of ten. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, like, it's touching, man. This game saved lives. I love how I love how games have been doing that for people, curing depression. Mending together broken relationships, helping people overcome abuse. Yeah, and my favorite part about the game is is when you can fly through, you know, the ring. That's definitely the best part. It's also <laughs> pretty cool like the- you can throw a car, but, you know, flying through the rings, that's, that's the real kicker. Uh, that'll get you hooked. Cause you won't do that for hours. Because <laughs> you have to. <laughs> I mean, why? you're Superman. What else can you do? So, another yeah. user review I have by Derek Colt, or Kotz. A beautiful piece of art. The best PS4 game ever. A sequel to Fortnite, which sucked really bad. This was way better than the original. The game plays smooth and was very fun. Way better than Fortnite by a long shot. <laughs> uh, there's a bit of uh, time travel going on in that review. <laughs> How can Superman 64 be a better sequel to a game that came out 20 years later? Yeah, and let me tell you, the graphics on this game, it's better than The Last of Us 2. <laughs> like, it, puts that, it puts that game to shame. Like... Like, Naughty Dog, what are you doing? 
gosh. Is that good? Is that good? 20 out of 10. Wow. From me. Well, that's uh, that's definitely a game. And I do remember that game. That's Come all on. I got for you. You can't you cannot say that that is not the best Nintendo 64 game. You just can't. Uh can't agree with you there. <laughs> now, if it was Henry if it was Henry yeah. Cavill Superman, then yes, 10 out of 10. Well, I wonder if there's a patch. I wonder if you can get patchy, man. There's probably a mod on PC. I have no idea what the PC has. I'm old school. Nintendo 64 all the way. So yeah. Yeah, beautiful game. I totally recommend it. You know, if if you if you're looking to play this game, you might be able to find it in your local trash can. But <laughs> you know, make sure you wear gloves and, you know, all that nonsense. Oh, and first. a mask, too. Yeah, and you don't want to get corona. And be sure to sanitize it before you plug it in. <laughs> uh, all right, Kalai, bring us home. What you got for us? Okay, so I actually got a review copy from CJ for this game. And I played Chair <laughs> Simulator. Uh, I'm going to read the description off of Steam because it's just golden. <laughs> Chair is an immense, engaging gaming experience that helps players connect with not only themselves, but the world around them. Nowadays, with phones, texting, massive pandemic events, this story needs to be told. The story of a soul looking to reach out and connect. Chair is the story of love and loneliness in dark times. Chair is an experience where gamers get to really saddle up and settle into hardcore chair intercourse Twitch gaming. Every second counts in this intense society challenging game. And fire away with over 1 million unique chair dating experiences. Enjoy the depths of the story by reading chair dating profiles. There's chairs if you want. Choose which chairs to call chairs on the phone, scream like a very loud goat, Open a portal to hell, but beware of what's on the other side. It is a chair. Or is it yourself? Um, and now here's some bullet points. Blast your way through one environment. Learn the dark truth behind every chair. What secrets unite them? Bump your way to the top of the chair pile. Truly control the impact of your pelvic thrust. <laughs> Manus. Animation. Clicking. Double clicking. Save game data. Amazing. Uh, what people are saying. Here's some reviews. Well, this is just going to live inside my Steam account forever now, isn't it? <laughs> what have I done and what have I done with what I've done? <laughs> I'd much rather go around pretending to f*** <laughs> over pretending to f*** <laughs> my relatives any day. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Finally, something for the hardcore chair marshmallow niche. Jeez. I was using chairs the wrong way this whole time. <laughs> Still a better love story than Twilight. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, so in the in the game, you're like 
a big round pillow marshmallow dude. And you have to click. And the chair will tell you faster, slower, and you have to try to get the beat, which has been very difficult as a female playing this game. Because apparently I just don't got the rhythm. So it's a good thing I'm female and not male. Because <laughs> I disappoint a lot of people. Disappoint a lot of chairs. <laughs> I would disappoint a lot of chairs. And um, as as you go, it becomes a Tinder type game because you got to swipe, you got to accept or or decline, kind of like Tinder. And they tell you your likes and dislikes. And eventually, one of the chairs, their like was mo- me. Literally, my name was in the game, which I thought was pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, in fact, I I sent a picture to Daryl because I was like, "You got to see really this." That's really funny. Yeah, um, I'm hoping to 100% the game on Steam because it would be just really funny. We'll see. Um, and I've put about six hours into the game, which is probably a lot more than everybody's played of their games. <laughs> yeah, I gotta be honest. I didn't put six hours into my game. Twenty-four minutes. <laughs> thousand hours. <laughs> and at th- so you play like three mini games. So you have like the 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 first. There's like three phases. Three and a half phases. So the the first phase you go through and you're trying to get you can't if you click too fast they get dissatisfied. So you got to get the rhythm of clicking correctly. And you if you click left you thrust from your front, and if you click right you you actually can butt thrust. So you can like change it up on which way you want to thrust. Oh my gosh! (laughs) And then uh, the last phase you go through that three times, and then the last phase. You have to kind of like get your cursor right into the green. It's a slider, and the longer you wait, the 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 faster it gets. And when you get it into that slider, that's when you finish. And the face that you make is freaking hysterical, as like sparks fly out everywhere. And you can literally destroy the chair and change it into a different thing if you're good enough. Oh wow! Which I th- yeah, which I thought was really funny. Now during your first three phases, you can get. What's called a power up. A little power up appears on your on your screen, and you can hit the P button, and then you get to thrust as fast and as hard as you can while you're in that power up, because then it's like perfect for that long amount of time. So I think I've gotten up to like I don't know three or four hundred clicks thrust in one in about a fifteen second period. Jeez. Oh my. Uh. Yeah. So it was. It's a. I give it a nine out of ten. <laughs> would would click the chair again. Would click the chair again. Yep. That's amazing. <laughs> I want to play it. Wow. Uh, I kind of do too. <laughs> like I'm not gonna lie. Like CJ kind of like briefly uh, talked about this game the other day on the show. And what's funny is I thought when you guys were saying chair effing simulator, like you were saying like, like chair simulator but like no bro there's a chair simulator it's so cool it's chair effing simulator i didn't realize you were like humping chairs <laughs> yeah actually uh i learned about this game from andy on dual screens he was on my podcast and he told us and i was like what there's a game so of course i immediately related to cj <laughs> and i immediately text my husband i was like 
chair. Oh my god, Jim! There's there's a game called Chair <laughs> Simulator. He goes, "What do you do? Sit on a cha- uh, sit on a chair?" I don't get it. I was like, "No, no, no, honey, you you missed a a, a very important thing. It's Chair <laughs> Simulator. You literally <laughs> a chair." <laughs> Which I don't. This is going to be an interesting episode because I don't know how many times I'm going to be beeped. Uh, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a fun edit. <laughs> it's going to sound like a censored kid <laughs> Sorry. rock album. Yeah. Ball with the beep, the beep, the beep, 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 beep. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Daryl. Oh, well, it's okay. Uh, it's awesome. So, I mean, like, it, uh, I guess moment to moment gameplay, is it actually fun? Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely something you can do while you do other things. Like, uh, you know, like if I'm role playing with my friends, I'll do it in the background because. It does get repetitive, but like the the different uh, chairs and their profiles is hysterical, and then all of a sudden, like you have you can keep the chairs as your side pieces, basically. Oh my gosh! If you satisfy them if enough, they have a um, mahogany chair. Oh. <laughs> so. Eventually, they start like you're trying to get through more chairs, and they're like, "Oh, I have enough of you!" And so then you have to, uh, you know, f them again. Uh, so go keep them, or you could just literally get rid of them. And unfortunately, I wasn't able to satisfy the demon chair because there is literally a chair that comes from hell, and I've only gotten it once. It was pretty crazy. What happens <laughs> when you insert? You don't really see that. It's like, it's just literally, if you take a pillow and push it up against a chair, that's what it looks like. Because you're like literally a big round pillow. That's amazing. And you always meet in a garage. Like literally, you always meet in a garage. Like I feel very dirty. Like I'm like a freaking prostitute. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Old Serta old, old the prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I gotta put in a whole new me into beauty rest. <laughs> I was trying to think of some other cool pillows. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Oh, that's crazy. All right. So, what do you guys think overall? Was uh, what, what, are y'all happy or proud of your reviews? Is this something we should we should do again? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, and I went in. <laughs> Hey, what's the, Tanner? Yeah. Actually, uh, we logged into Discord and watched Tanner play the hentai Hitler uh, thing or whatever. And the word hentai obviously makes you think it's going to be way more sexually explicit than it really is. It's actually no different than any other fan servicey game as a little third person shooter. And I'll be honest, I've played worse looking games on PS4. <laughs> like the game, the game actually looked like it did what it sought out to do pretty pretty well. I mean, for sixty. Oh, no, there's a series of these games. Oh my gosh! You gonna kill the franchise? There's like, there's like six more. You gonna, you gonna kill the whole franchise, T Bird? I don't think I'm gonna waste you, my you money. You should, but... you should, T Bird, because I heard if you kill the whole franchise, you can be on the yeah, Loot Brothers. Get, you get to sit in that, that fourth chair. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> I already replaced the fourth chair. I was Josh's replacement. Uh. That's when we restarted. Dude, that Josh is a joke. <laughs> who? What a, exactly. What a turd. I All still right, don't know well, who you guys are talking about. Yeah. Well, just hang tight, buddy. We'll we'll tell you eventually. 
All right, guys. Well, this has been Loot Bros Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me, uh, Roach, uh, Zach. Thank you so much for coming on here and participating with us and auditioning, reading your lines. You did a great job. Uh, our gaming thank you, gal, Kalai, thank, thank you so much for joining us. Guys, if you uh, check out her podcast, Game Stuff, um, Kalai is the host of a very good general gaming podcast. Um, thank you so much for always coming on our show and having a good time with us. We uh, This has been enjoyable for me. I'm sure it's been enjoy- enjoyable for you guys. Uh, be sure to leave reviews. Please leave reviews. If you listen to the show, check it out. Leave reviews. Also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, do, do me a favor. I, I, I saw a couple of weeks ago I, I, when you read out some of your reviews that some really nice person said they liked me on yeah. your show. If you like me, just put it in oh that review. Gosh, I know, right? How, you, how are we going to get reviews and they call out our guests? So it's <laughs> like it, it definitely wasn't the person you know reviewing it wasn't the actual guest on the show. I mean, I, it's it's crazy, huh? But yeah, leave reviews. You know, we want to give away some games. We want to grow the review section up on the show. Um, and then if you have any feedback, go to the Loot Bros podcast on Facebook. Uh, you can check out our Discord. All the links are in the show notes. Uh, you can send us the email lootbrospodcast at gmail dot com. And then also check out our other shows, 2236, the Survival Horror Podcast, uh, the Loot Bros Comic Cast, where me and Zach will be talking about some some comic books, and then uh, the Midnight Monster Corner on YouTube, which is Frosty's other show he's also avoiding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, if you guys don't have anything else, we are out of here. Bye. Why